0: This album is dedicated to all brothers and
1: sisters! My men and my women. And yo it's time. Put hop, Hop! Hop! I'm talking about y'all is hip hop. Hip
0: Hop! Hip Hop! Hip Hop! Hip Hop! Hip Hop! Hip Hop! Hip Hop!
1: The stories of hip hop, of rap music, are the stories of a million MC's who inside of them the words are coming. The words they need to make sense of the world around them. The words are witty and blunt, abstract and linear, sober and fucked up, and when we decode that torrent of words, by which I mean really listen to them with our minds and our hearts open, we can understand their world better, and ours too. It's the same world. This is Rhymes and Reasons.
2: My name is Felicia Lady O, Owen, I'm from New York. I'm creative director of Spoken Free Enterprises, which is based here in Chicago. The
0: Far Side
2: Running. Okay, when I was little, me and my brother, my brother's 14 years older than me. He's also now a sergeant in the army. And when I was younger, he would babysit me, like, during the day. I had a day off from school if I was sick or whatever. And I would come downstairs, and he usually had on Center. That was like, and he'd be asleep. So I'd take the remote and change the channel, obviously, naturally. <laughs> and sometimes he'd hide it, so it'd really suck. You know, it'd be like under his body somewhere, and would be pissed. <laughs> so I was like, damn. And when he finally woke up, he would change the channel to MTV. And it would probably be like Yo MTV Raps or something. It was on. So like I would sit there and watch it, and the far side would come on, and he would get excited because he loves that. Like when we would hang out and go to the mall together. He would have, like, my brother had one of those big CD cases, like, I mean, with like 150 slots in it, would sit there in his car, and his whole collection would be there. And I would flip through it just to see what the hell he was listening to. So, like, Busta Rhymes was big, Mo stuff was big, huge Roots fan, Far Side. So, we would be in the car, and like, he would be like, yo, you know, this is it, right? So, in, I guess, retrospect, my brother is the reason why I love hip-hop so much.
0: I must have been on some occasions, I went out like a punk and a chunk, or a sucker or something to that effect. Respect I used to never get, cause all I got was upset, when it just used to be like, what's up, try to sweat it, like the lip, for no reason at all, I can't recall throw a he in my face, down the hall, I'm kicking it in the back of the school-eating chicken at three everybody on me?
2: First of all, I love the, the storytelling aspect of running, Like, the fact that each member had their own kind of thing into it you know like talking about school and stuff and it wasn't until I actually was about to do this interview that I thought about why my brother would even listen to it you know how did he relate and I was like well wow you know my brother when he was in high school I went to school in New York my whole life my brother went to school in Jersey and he actually had a lot of problems because he was star of the basketball team and there was actually a racist moment you know what I'm saying when he was in high school he got stabbed like by people who didn't even go to the school three white guys came and came to the school they were hating on him and then stabbed him like they were related to somebody else in the school but just after a game you know what I mean and it was crazy you know you think about stuff like that and listening to running now it's like well wow you know you could relate because there were stories in there about, you know, why is everybody always picking on me? You know what I mean? Like, just being the, the odd man out and then trying to run away from me. stuff. I tried to talk and
0: tell him, chill, I did nothing to deserve this, but when it didn't work, I wasn't scared, just real nervous, and unprepared prepared to deal with scrapping, no doubt. My pappy never told me how to knock a knock or out, but now I'm 95 the a man on my own, around <laughs> Yes,
1: she
2: my brother has also been known to like not be there when i was 16 he was gone like he went to the army and just disappeared like off the face of the earth no postcards no nothing we didn't get anything for like six whole years <laughs> i didn't see my brother again so i was able to drink And when he saw me drink for the first time, he was blown, (laughs) like completely blown. So it was like, you know, I had a huge void. I got here when I was 16, turning 17, because my birthday is late. And hip hop kind of helped me, I don't know, it helped me grow as a person, you know, kind of filling that void because not to have your brother to tell you like yo stay away from this dude or this dude or this dude or you know don't get into this type of situation there was nobody to tell me that i didn't really know i don't have any family out here i came to chicago literally with me and my bags in mm. school and that was it and whoever i made friends with that's what was gonna go down <laughs> like those are just gonna be my people and that was it to this day like all of my college friends are my closest friends.
1: Let me freak the funk Obsolete is the punt that talk more junk than several sales. I dead propel later rate, to complicate the milk to state as I invade the masquerade. They couldn't fade with the clipper blade. Ten years in the trade is not enough, they can't cut it. I let you take a swing in your button for an easy out. I leave him seized with doubt of exceeding. My name is Booty Brown and I'm proceeding, leading. They try to follow, but they shallow and hollow. I can see right through them like an empty 40 bottle of OE. They have no key or no. Clue to the game at all Now they washed up Punk out the drive Standing looking stupid Wondering why Why man It was the fame Same. That they tried to get Now they walking around Talking about represent And keep it real But I got to appeal
2: Cause they existed in the fantasy When holding it still. I caught the video After we listened to it in the car I didn't know anything about them And I like I just like their album covers I thought they were super dope <laughs> like, I love their album covers But then I saw like Drop and drop was super cool like everything was backwards and it was like oh that's so interesting like how the hell do you do it in reverse without putting those little vhs lines in it like i was just (laughs) fascinated then you know i would watch i just watch my brother's reactions to music because like he was really you could see how deep in thought he was all the time when he just listened to stuff like especially the roots and and the far side like he just loved the far side every everywhere we go every time we went to the mall that's all that played in the car it was just our time together and that's kind of why those things are close to me because it's like I don't get those moments anymore. <laughs>
1: And don't get to have till They face these fears and these fears Don't you sticky jack back up in high school I played it cool just so some real Won't get full blown being where I'm from They let the smoke come quicker Than an evil redneck killing to helpless Color figure and as a
2: victim so I think that being in his car, because it was his car, you know what I mean? He would just blast whatever he wanted to play. Like, I would come home and see that the, the stereo was on. So it's not like he wasn't playing it at home. He was just doing what while we weren't there. You know what I mean? So I think that he was just kind of letting me into just what he listened to. He just liked the fact that I enjoyed what he was playing. And I didn't question it either. Like, I would never be like, I'll turn this. Now, because I have an opinion... <laughs> I I change stuff that I don't like. But with him, I never did that. Like, I'd sit there and I'd listen to it. Like, when Busta Rhymes would come on, it would be interesting, too, because I can't, you know, most people don't even understand what the hell Busta is saying. Like, he rhymes so incredibly fast. But, you know, my brother would be in there just his face would do that stank face and and he would be just so into it and he would put things on repeat you know he would go back to it again like man that's my like man that's my joint I gotta play this again and we arrived with the windows down and it was just cool like you know we would go to the mall and he would buy clothes I didn't buy any clothes I was just with him to go shopping like you know it's just cool we were just hanging out like as brother and sister even though I was really really young he took the time out to kind of have that quality time which was nice
0: you saying, yo? Uh, Silly with your ice, grilly with the dilly, yo. What? When I be on the mic, yes, I do my duty, yo. While up in the club, like we in the studio. Uh, you know when the violin, baby, really and truly, yo. My uh, main thug Dylan ain't Julio. He moody, yo. What? Type of rubber that is slap you with the tulio. Uh, Real shook, skin to death, act fruity, uh, X-stack, look at shorty, she a little cutie, yo. The way yeah. she shake it, make me want the all in the booty, yo. What? Top mistress with the banging missing and videos. Uh, while I'm with my feet, like we up in the freak shows. Man. Did you with the shit, make you feel it all in your toes. Yeah. Hatch. Got all my people in wet clothes Dialing my metaphors when I formulate my flows If you don't know, you're messing with the rickle player pro like that. Yeah, You really wanna party with me Let me see, this what you got for me Put all your hands on my eyes when we were listening
2: to music, we were literally just strictly listening. There was no like real historic, he would never do like my dad, you know, with the historical points. Like my dad, I don't know, his place in things really was... The, the sampling Because he would get Kind of irritated You know Turn on the radio Onto the popular station And hear The bass line Of Earth Wind and Fire He would point that out Immediately And they'd be like I have this record at home My dad has Every vinyl known to man I don't There are probably even Some that are really rare But like There was one day Where we were at home And he was going through them He had stacked All the vinyls on the floor And we were going through them And I'm looking at Album covers It was just It was really really cool And he would sit there And play one every now and again, like, oh, this, this song right here, <laughs> you know, we'd sit there and listen to it, and i am like, man, that, that was it, such and such's song, and he'd be like, yeah, well, this is the original, and tell me the year it came out, who was in the group, like, told me things about Carlos Santana and Cream, you know, <laughs> like, you know, just told me everything, like, oh, and this is what happened to this background singer, and this is how this person became famous, because my dad would he was the going out person when he was younger. I was born on the Lower East Side, 14th and 1st. My mom is a hospital administrator for Beth Israel. My dad is a, I call him a radiologist, he would say technical director for a privately owned imaging company. Mm-hmm. Like, it's funny, both of my parents are like medical related and both have creative sides that they never explored. When creating the company with Lady J, I was thinking, I need to do something that's creative because that's what I am like there's no way around that I can't be a doctor I don't want to be a doctor (laughs) My mom makes ornaments and pamper cakes for baby showers and she knows how to she does a lot of like DIY She watches HDTV like she loves that stuff TLC all that stuff so like When I was in school, we would be creating stuff together all the time. Like, I would come to school with a box of ornaments that me and her had made with wire and beads and all that stuff. And they'd be like, oh, that's so cool. Like, oh, you guys made that? Yes, we did. So, you know, it it was nice. And cupcakes, like baking and stuff. That's me and mom. Me and dad always been music, mostly music. And he's real tech savvy mm-hmm. so he likes gadgets mm-hmm. real gadgety guy i feel like my parents are supportive of my creative side because they never got a chance to explore their creative side mm-hmm. as a profession mm-hmm. you know what i mean my dad sings like he actually can sing not like you know shower sing, but he actually can hold a note and he was singing i think with his friends back in the day and it's just something that never happened my dad's always wanted to learn how to play bass because he loves bass so much still hasn't really learned how to play bass. Like There are things that I'm observing about my parents where it's like, I need to do this creative stuff because they never got the opportunity. I feel like I'm doing it for them too because they didn't get the opportunity. My dad's from Brooklyn, my mom is from the Bronx. They've lived in New York their whole lives. They also went to school in New York their whole lives. And when I was born, I think that they didn't want me to live there because they've they've had their own experiences and they were like, I don't know if I want to raise my kid here going to Hazlitt. That's where we live now. We live in Hazlitt, New Jersey. And no, it sounds like the middle of nowhere because it is. <laughs> it's an hour out of the city. In the beginning, we would always travel as a family in carpool. So, like, my dad, he's been driving since I was little. Then I... My dad always drove me and my mom every morning. My dad would drop me off for school and my mom off for work every morning. Commuting is kind of rough, like, because it's an hour. So it's an hour going, an hour coming back. We get up every day at 5 a.m., left the house at 6, and I was at school by 8. It was an all-girls high school, Catholic school. It's so on 33rd and 9th. Like, now it's closed down. It closed down a few years ago because of low attendance. So I don't have a high school anymore. but it was a kick-ass school it was awesome like the girls were cool for the most part but I would get comments like oh you're not from New York you're from the suburbs way to piss me off (laughs) because obviously my birth certificate says Manhattan New York Mm -hmm. I know that but they said what they wanted to say and I was like you know what I don't really care. At the end of the day, my parents made a decision that was best for me. They wanted me to new not jersey live shit. in new York. Long
3: white right tea on my new jersey shit. Do on my neck on that new jersey shit. Fit it real low. You know how new jersey get, nigga. Yeah, I'm on that new jersey shit. See on my new jersey shit. Brand new gauze on my new jersey shit. Let me take him on a tour of New Jersey right quick. Look, Joey giving out crack again. Time to bench press, put us on my back again. I was riding down the parkway trunk full of ammo guns. Got off down the block from where they filmed The Sopranos. Beats on blast with the windows tinted. For a minute, McGreevy gave us a bad image, but the same place you gotta carry the hurt at. Same place Sonny from Godfather was murked at. Speakers like a club in the car, and can't park without the club in the car. Homer stick ups, get mugged in the car. Keep the stash box with the snub in the car. I don't pay too much for taxes, neither, nah. Air's polluted, but the gas is cheaper. And dudes got plenty of rhymes. As Sugar Hill, we've been in the game like 79 Nickel. yeah come on my new jersey the roots the water
2: okay so my brother and i would be in his car he had a corsica and in his car there was a the gear shift had a button a black button that sat on top and every time that bass tap tap right onto the black button so he would he and i would do that all the way to where we were going and he'll put it on repeat and that's how that song is so important like as far as like just listening to it and we'd be sitting there that was just a moment just what that we had and every time that song comes on i find myself (laughs) you know My brother, he served, I think, four tours in Afghanistan. fallen off a mountain, broken bones. Like, he'd been to Korea. He's now, I think, in Canada and Louisiana now, stationed out there. But, like, hard life, you know. I know he's had a hard life. He also didn't have his mom. I have my mom. And my mom is like his mom, but it's not the same because that's not your mom. And I also found out that I had a sister not too long ago. Like... That I didn't know about. So she's like my half sister because she's really his sister. They had the same mom, their dads are different. And my mom didn't come into the picture until after my brother's mom had already passed. Mm -hmm. Understanding my brother, I've understood him more now as I gotten older, like why he is the way he is. You know, there's something, a void that he can't fill. Maybe hip hop was that for him too. You know what I mean? Like where I use it now for him, he was using it for like his mom. You know what I mean? So it's like, I feel bad, you know, because, like, he... It just seems like he never gets closure on that. I get to have closure all the time. Like, I find closure. (laughs) I make sure that, you know, I can listen to my hip-hop and, you know, I can reminisce about me and my brother because my brother was everything. Like, he was... That dude, like, when I wanted to listen to hip-hop and go into my own world, he was that guy. Like, he was cool.
0: They say a record ain't nothing if it's not touching, mm-hmm. gripping. Draw you in closer, make you want to listen to it. And if you real ill at making music, mm-hmm. the listener feel like he's living through it. That's how my nigga do it. I met Slacks back at like 91 rapping. We went to Millersville to get away from gun clapping. It ain't last. I'll be in class dreaming about 50,000 fans up in the stands screaming out. Encore. Yo, I'm headed back to 50. Nigga, you rollin' with me? I'm trying to get busy. We walked dogs that was off the chain. A lot of times at the shows, people hardly came. I just took it in stride as part of the game. But inside, people down with me started to change. It was a couple things. Little serum, little pills. Instead of riding out on the road, you have a chill. I know the way the pleasure feels. I'm not judging. But still, I'm on a mission, though I'm not buggin', I got fam that can't stop druggin' They can't sleep. They can't stick to one subject. They can't eat. It's people steady coming like the
2: water is just one of those songs that now any any time that i hear it first of all people don't play it enough they don't <laughs> but like my brother loved that song loved that song it's the one song that we had on repeat other than the far side we would play it through all the time until after a while where he just wanted the song to just hurry up <laughs> so he would just Go back to the beginning, start on the first second, and be like, yeah, we gotta play that again, play that again, (laughs) play that again, like, he would do it all the time. If he was distracted, like, if we hit a toll or something, he might let it ride, because it wasn't that long, but he would always... Put that, just go back to
0: the game. He loved that song.
2: I love to go back to that place. Like, for me, it's one of the few, like, my family now is just the three of us. We're used to going out to go eat together. Like on the weekends, we go to the diner and have breakfast every morning. And it would be the four of us. Like, and we'd have a regular morning conversation. You know, like my dad would talk about work, or my, you know, my brother would goof off. Like, they would, my brother and my dad were funny like that. They would have wars over food. Like, they were funny people. And, You know, we don't have that now. Home life is kind of boring, and that's kind of why I left, you know what I mean? To get away and to kind of become my own person, you know, just figure out what I like. Because, like, at the end of the day, if you're being driven around all the time, and, you know, your time schedule is on somebody else's time all the time, you really don't even think about you when you're on somebody else's time. Now, all my time is my time, so now I make sure that hip-hop is a huge something that I listen to every day and is a part of my therapy because i know the artists use it as therapy but i use their stories as my therapy i apply it in different ways so the water is like one of those things because it's 10 minutes long i can be in a space for 10 whole minutes and loving that song where it's about the guy who has all the talent in the world and just Can't find the time to focus on it long enough to perfect it and do it. Like, just always going back to being this old person, you know what I mean? Or being the old you and not innovating and creating and keep going and keep at it. You know, that message there alone is like, keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, the water, it keeps flowing, you know what I'm saying? Like that's just how I feel life is. It's just gotta keep going. Yo,
0: We done been through many meals, a couple of deals, we done shared clothes and wheels, killed mics and rails, we done rock. Shows abroad and slept on floors. trying to figure what the fuck we gettin' slept on for. Or what we walking with the weapon poor, waiting by the gravity law. You know it if you came up poor, my nigga. Picture the bus up north. You know we made a everything out. Laws are made up. I'm far from a hater, and I don't say I love you because the way I feel it's greater and Miller you will grow and son you will grow creator and there's a ploty dawn on you later it's in your nature lyrics all on your walls like they made a paper you got to follow with your talent take you. you might fuck around finally make it and that's real with y'all.
2: you well it was strange you know what I'm saying it was like one day he was there and then the next minute he didn't come back literally just poof into thin air like there's a lot going on in his life my niece was born she she was two when we first met And like, I met her like twice as a baby, and then I never saw her again. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he had picked. Everybody up and took him with him, he literally just disappeared off the face of the earth and did not come back for like six whole years. It literally is one of those stories that you, like a lifetime movie where you don't think it's ever going to happen to you, but it did. And it's strange. You know what I mean? Just pick up and leave. And then I had come back home for Christmas one year. This is now like the seventh year. I came home for Christmas. I'm, at, I'm in Yonkers with my aunt and my family and my phone rings and it's my neighbor, the family that lives around the corner and they're like hey where are you guys and we're like oh we're at the family function and she's like well your brother just came by and i'm like really
0: I want y'all to understand I come from South Philly. And when I walk the street, it's like a pharmacy. They got all types of shit anybody could get and go from H to X to Lucy. Cigarette for my ghetto legend, known for little shites running. Cop go dean by the courts and keep coming. Dumbing, just embracing the dope like it's a woman. You're burning both sides of the rope and just pulling. Tugging in between Islam and straight thugging. Laying every day around the way and doing nothing. See them looking, shaking their head and start slugging. If they don't. Got a man like mine. They got a cousin here, yo. You better be a true friend to him before the shit put an end to him or give a pen to him or lock him in the studio with a mic because on a rail it might save his life. Keep telling him, yo. Oh,
2: we, we literally rushed home. <laughs> From Yonkers to Jersey to go see my brother. Like, and my brother wasn't even there when we got there. He was riding around. He had just got home from, I think, Afghanistan for, like, the third, or fourth time. And parked the car all the way home, sitting there. I, I even asked my mom because, like, you, your initial feelings sometimes, you're angry. You know what I mean? Like, when somebody just disappears. So, like, for people who don't have a dad or for people who don't have support systems I relate to them in this particular sense. Where it's like, you know, you wish that this person would have been there and what would what type of decision, you know what I mean, had that had to been for you to just was it easy? It's like, was it easy for you? Is that the easy way out? Did you just up and just be like, yeah, fuck this, I'm gone. You know what I mean? Like, was it that easy for you? And if it was that easy for you, like you feel like you were kinda like the disposable one. And now you're kind of resenting a person, like, man, kinda like F him. And there were minutes where I was like, Man, F him, because there were instances where I needed him and that's some it's selfish you know to say that Oh, by the way in the car I was so mad bouncing my leg up and down and nervous I was excited but nervous at the same time it's like I really wanted to see him and and I wanted to hug him but I really wanted to like punch the shit out of him, like <laughs> at the same time and I got home and I was so mad and I looked at my mom I was like mom how am I supposed to feel how am I supposed to feel I was like there's a part of me that wants to be like oh Jared oh my god and hug and the other part wants to beat the living crap out of him, like yo how dare you you don't write you don't do nothing and then just want to pop up really really almost like a script you know what I mean like it's like which script am I supposed to read here and she was like you know just be happy that he's home that's what mom said If it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have taken it that way, but I'm glad that I asked the question. It helped me calm myself down. My brother came. I gave him a hug. He saw how big I was, because obviously he hadn't seen me since I was a teenager, and I've lost hella weight since high school, so it was like, oh, you know. Well, you look good, sis, whatever, and when we exchanged information, he went to Germany. I didn't know the extent of what he was going through until after we had talked when I was older. And, and we would talk to he went to, to Germany after that day when we finally saw him at the house
1: one side you shoes. got a hustler get ready for the block human being on the side you got a the soldier people. get ready for boot camp We're both at war stay there you me before you think life goes bad. so don't you worry about what you see The mama, the war's calling him. Feeling his duty to fall in line with all of them. He's a soldier, rose through the ranks as the head of your household. Now it's time to provide bank like he's supposed to. Now just remember why he's gone to November. It's part of him growing up. Your shirt soaks up your tears, ass. He holds you. Your heart beating so fast. Speed in his post up. Yeah, I know it sucks. Life ain't on rosebuds. Couple of speed bumps. You Gotta take your lumps
2: off the we would talk while he was in germany like really talk though for hours something like three four hours overseas i'm in chicago you know living in my apartment i'm talking to him and tell him about me though my personality who i've become i told him that he's the reason why hip-hop is so important to me he didn't really understand that when i first said it but i was like you are the reason why i kind of started doing this because it was moments like that in hip-hop that kind of really made me want to listen more because then listening to those songs that we were listening to when we were hanging out really listening to them later on with the lyricism that was involved it was like man that was really deep i didn't realize how deep his choice of music was until i got older and i didn't learn how to appreciate it until i got older so like i was telling him all the songs that i remembered as a kid because i don't even think he remembered that i remembered these songs so for him it was like oh snap you know i did have an impact i kind of just wanted him to feel like you did do something he <laughs> did something right it wasn't all peaches and cream but I did gain a lot from that because it just kept inspiring me and to do more just do more and and figure it out me and my brother like, we're we're very cool I call him my hero because without him and the hip-hop I was exposed to I wouldn't have been able to find me. So if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have found Lady O. Lady O wouldn't even exist, to be honest. There would always be a hip-hop side, but I don't feel like I would have... I wouldn't have been as driven as I am now without that experience. Even though it's, a, it's semi-void, I understand and appreciate its place in my history and in the making of me. I always thank him, no matter what still don't like the circumstances that we had to do it to get there but you know i do tell him like yo you know i appreciate you because because of you i can appreciate lyricism i can listen yeah
1: Blue three in the morning on the west side highway yo, top the down motivation baby motivation <laughs> telling me what i could not be oh well <laughs> special dedication
2: Jay-Z's so ambitious I love that song when it came out that one line though the, the motivation for me is them telling me who I could not be oh well like I love that Pharrell is genius <laughs> he's genius and then the part where Jay Z said, lack of ambition, so wax. Like, yeah, that's how I feel. You know, when you don't have, when you're not. You're not driven, you know what I mean? You have to love, you have to be passionate about something. That is what living is. Like, you have to create. You have to keep doing it. I don't care what happens. Like, you just have to keep doing it. And if it's what makes you happy, then you have to come to that realization and just do it. I know it's not going to be easy. It's never, nothing is easy. We live in America, nothing here is easy. (laughs) Like, my best example is back in the day when... People wanted to do something together it was you had the turntables i had the mic you got the speakers. cool let's hook it up to a light post and let's party and i feel like we could still do that now mm-hmm. it's just that money has come into the picture see they did things and money wasn't even a thought you know what i'm saying we now everything is all well what's your budget like and that shouldn't really have any place in it it should be Cool, you got it. You got it. Let's do it.
1: So inspired by what my teacher said. Said I either be dead to be a reef ahead. Not sure if that's how adults should speak to kids. Especially when the only thing I did was speak in class. I teach his ass. Even better, what my uncle did. I pop my demo tape and start to beat my head. He out my eye see if he was beating his. He might as well said Be the kid, he's on the list. Just like in search for kids, like head. ahead. gon' keep pushing me. You
2: know, the industry is corrupt in its own right. I want to create, you know, a new industry. I feel like you get enough people that are real, that love real lyricism and hip hop, and have them come together that you could outnumber the people who support commercial music. You know, it's just that it doesn't seem that way because the money that is used for the industry to fund it, it just, it keeps making more money. The show and Spoken Free are trying to, not prevent, but trying to open a new option. I want people to have a new option. Like, if you are good at this and you want to try it, just to try it. You know what I mean and this is something that you're really passionate about you're gonna have to learn how to take constructive criticism it's just it comes with it like everything in the press now is not constructive <laughs> it's not there's a lot of stuff that is constructive but there isn't a lot of that conversation now so at the end of the day as a professional you still have to learn how to take constructive criticism because if you can't take it from regular me who's spending 99 cents on you then how are you gonna take it when you're sitting in the office of some big wig when they tell you that they don't like it And that's really where they'll leave it Is they don't like it They don't tell you why they don't like it They don't give you really any explanation You know, not it's not your look Or whatever Like I, We're not look based people This is not a look based company It's mm-hmm. not about what you look like It's about what you bring to the table What you have to say Because it's speaking freely We want you to speak freely and be yourself But really be yourself though Don't put out a front about who you wish you were necessarily I mean you can tell that story but always convey what's true to you because we'll know the difference like we hear a whole bunch of stuff on the radio you can tell the difference between somebody who lives it and somebody who's just saying it to be saying it and I don't want you to say things just to say them like say it because this is how you really feel and this is who you are I don't pretend to be anybody else but me and I can't (laughs) I just can't. When I'm on the air, I tell people, you know, when you meet me in person, whether you see me on this screen or you meet me in person, I'm the same person. So don't be afraid to, like, want to hug me. Those things are important to me. Feeling like you're part of something bigger than yourself. That's kind of what this has done for me. Feeling like you're doing something that's gonna not only transcend, but just help. The dude who really 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 digs deep into it he don't care you know what I'm saying? for him it's yo this is my grind this is what I have to do this is what's gonna put food on my table this is I have to sell this CD and I have to get this out no matter what you I
1: love Father is too far away to father further more other kids either smoke reefer or either move white this few writer in my cipher so they made lighter my my type of dream seems dumb they said wiser how many guys are you see making it from here the world don't like us is that not clear all right but I'm different I can't base what I'm gonna be off of what everybody isn't they don't listen just whispering behind my back no vision lack of ambition so whack. Hip hop
2: matters because it serves the people who want to say something that aren't able to say something probably in their normal lives you know what i mean it's usually say things that you you're not able to express in other ways in regular conversation feel like hip hop is an outlet in a uh, therapy for a lot of people and they feel it in such different ways it's incredible to see what people come up with I feel like it's creativity, it really is The base be, between the producer and the artist That marriage right there is so is beautiful when it's real You know, when it's coming from a real place And when the producer and the artist are on the same page It's really something unique mm-hmm. That's, it's just a unique art form that needs to be preserved And we can't keep tarnishing it with this money stuff Like Trying to bring that back. Bring the real back. We need that.
1: We do need that.